0: Hey, 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 how's it going out there, my mushroom lovers? Oliver Carlin here, and I'm the Mushroom Man. Today, I want to talk to you about how to cook and store chicken of the woods mushroom. So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, how do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous look-alike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushroom. Alright, so... We're, um, let's just say we've already identified our chicken of the woods mushroom. We were walking through the woods and, you know, we we seen this bright orange thing in the distance. We went up to it, it was growing at the base of that oak tree. And we went through my last podcast and we realized, you know what? This is most definitely the chicken of the woods mushroom. So now that we know it's the chicken of the woods mushroom, we want to, we know it's a choice edible mushroom. So now what? We're going to harvest it. So we're going to cut it at the base. We're going to take it home. But man, this is a ton of mushroom. We're talking like 50 pounds of mushroom is sitting at the base of this tree. So the question is do we leave some of it for another forager that's going to stumble upon it and take it? Do we want to be nice and kind to our fellow foragers? Or do we want to be selfish and say, you know what? I found this choice out of a mushroom. I am going to take it all for myself. So, in this situation, let's just say that we are going to take the whole thing for ourselves. We're going to be selfish today because, you know what? This is my favorite mushroom. It's loaded with protein, loaded with carbohydrates, and it's got medicinal benefits. I want to take this thing, and I want to be able to eat it throughout the year. Okay, so we harvest this sucker. We take it home. But now what do we do? How do we cook it? How do we store it for future use? Um, What's the best way to eat this chicken of the woods mushroom to make it taste the best? And then how long can we store it? What's the proper preparation for storing it and all these other things? Right. How do we figure this out? Because we do want to be able to enjoy this mushroom and not let it go to waste, right? Because we decided not to let our fellow um, foragers enjoy this mushroom. So we need to figure out how to do this correctly. Now, you could go online and you can look online and you can see what people say. However, there's mixed stuff out there. But I'll tell you from my personal experience, okay? This is one of the first mushrooms that I have ever learned to harvest with my dad. And when he lives in a small town in Missouri, and we uh, we go to the golf course, and we'd harvest this mushroom at the golf course, and actually it grows all the, all over the place around his house, and it's just an amazing mushroom. And so what we do for this mushroom is we like to slice it into thin fillets. Um, and then saute it with a little bit of olive oil in a pan for about 10 minutes or so until it's a little browned and then we eat it like that you can even put a little soy sauce in there if you want to give it a little extra taste but that's pretty much how we cook it however there's other other recipes too because believe it or not this mushroom can be prepared in almost the same fashion that you'd be cooking chicken and so that that's be part of the reason it got the name chicken of the woods but it definitely tastes like chicken so obviously you can saute it and sauteing it tends to be almost the most common method to cook any type of mushroom there is and it works across the board any mushroom you saute tastes amazing however you can also another common way is to deep fry mushrooms so to do this you would just simply crack some eggs into a bowl you dip the fillets into the, uh, the egg and then you take that and you dip it in some flour. Roll it around in some flour. Now put some seasonings, maybe some cayenne pepper, something to make it taste a little, you know, get a little, little uh, pop to it. And you mix it around in the flour. And then you have this, um, this piece of chicken of the woods mushroom that's got this battery flour on it. Then you put about a quarter inch of olive oil or any type of cooking oil into a pan, turn on medium heat until it gets hot, and then toss in your fillets. And the cool thing is you could cut this thing into a big fillet like, uh, like a chicken breast size or thin fillets like we normally do. Whatever you prefer, throw it in the oil and just keep flipping it periodically for a few minutes until it's golden brown and take it out. Now you've got deep fried chicken in the woods, just like deep fried chicken and um so that's pretty much the ways you could prepare it you could i've seen people put it in lasagnas and you can add it to a million other things as well so it's really a versatile thing it's loaded with protein so it it can really just be eaten as a meal of its own because of it's got like in a two cup serving size you're looking at like 50 grams of carbohydrates and 21 grams of protein so it is technically a meal of its own. If you cook it with a little oil, you got your healthy fats. So that's pretty much it for the chicken of the woods. So now we, if we, if we harvested that whole thing, we've got this big chunk of mushroom left. What we normally do is we'll cut it up into chunks, and then, or if you don't even have to do that, but just put it in a Ziploc bag and then we toss it in the freezer. And I've seen people, um. Saying that they can keep it in the freezer up to 12 months. And it, they take it out and it's still got the same texture. And when they cut it up and thaw it out, it still comes out just like it was a fresh mushroom. That's what, makes this, that's what makes this mushroom so unique to most other mushrooms. For example, the button mushroom, which you cannot freeze. If you freeze the button mushroom raw, then it destroys the texture and everything else. And it doesn't come out good. So typically with the button mushroom, you know, you slice that one up saute it first then put it in ziploc bags and freeze it but the cool thing about the chicken of the woods you don't have to do that you can just throw it in the freezer raw pop it on out when you're ready to use it and then cook it now be sure to cook this mushroom because some people have reported that when they eat it raw that it does cause gastric distress a little bit so it's not poisonous but it can give you an upset stomach alright so that's pretty much it if you're planning now if you, that Normally, we freeze it if we plan to um, keep it for a while. Now, if you're going to use it within the next week or two, you can just keep it in a Ziploc bag in the refrigerator, and that would work. And I know a lot of people say, don't put mushrooms in Ziploc bags because you know, they're ninety mushrooms are 90% moisture. However, for some reason, this mushroom acts a little bit different. I don't know why compared to normal mushrooms. But if you do start to experience sliminess with it, then don't um, take it out and give it some air so it dries off. So that's pretty much it. The last option you have for um, storing this is you could dry it out. as with any mushroom really. Um, one of the, famous, um, the the most famous mushrooms to dry out and reuse um, is the morel mushroom. and typically what you'll do is you just you'll slice them up and you free, um, and you, you dry them out. and then when you're ready to use them again, all you do is put some water into a bowl. And then drop your mushrooms in the water and let, uh, let them sit for 15 to 60 minutes. so about an hour in the water and they'll just soak back up all that mu- that water and it reconstitutes them to basically almost like a regular mushroom again. So it's pretty cool. Dehydrating them. Um, however, for me, I would probably just freeze it instead of, uh, instead of dehydrating. But those are your options for it and So that's pretty much it. Be sure to check out my other um, podcast that I've done on the nutritional health benefits of this mushroom because it does have some medicinal benefits. And then also check out um, my other podcast on how to identify it compared to – because it does have a few lookalikes and one of them is poisonous. So be sure to check that out as well. But other than that, now you're able to harvest this mushroom and confidently – Cook it and store it so that you can enjoy this sucker all year long. And you can even be selfish and keep it all to yourself. <laughs> but other than that, that is all I have for you today. If you'd like more information on how to cook and store this mushroom, check out the link in the description of this podcast where I've written an article that goes into more detail with pictures and everything else. Other than that, if you thanks for listening. And if you thought this was beneficial, please share it. Be sure to subscribe because we got a lot of other great podcasts coming out. And other than that, I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Curative Mushrooms has to post the standard FDA disclaimer. The statements made regarding medicinal mushrooms have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. Creative Mushrooms is not making claims intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before consuming medicinal mushrooms. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice. Thank you.